You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Is a 71-year-old, now I think he's 72-year-old, Golden Bachelor, for those of you. I'm not going to give any spoilers out, but there are a lot of women that are over the age of 50 clamoring for this guy. I am not one of them. (laughs) It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poter. And I'm his glorious mother, Karen Lee Poter. Glorious. I'm glorious today. Morning glory over there. Yeah. Morning glory and I are back in the studio. We it, we had a long hiatus. It's a long hiatus but and we're we were missed. Of, we, we were in your closet for one week. We decided this is not going to work. We're well, back in the studio. Yeah. We, I don't even think we told our producer what's been happening. We've been producing in my closet. Incognito. Yep. And we're delighted to be back in this beautiful studio. Let's launch into the question of the week, Mother. And you came up with this question. Yes. Have you ever broken something? We're talking furniture, bones, etc. during sex. What happened and what was the aftermath? Uh, I'd like to hear from you first. Yes, I've broke, broken both furniture and boners, not bones. Oh. So furniture, I it actually happened the same night as a... Basically, the ball breaker. I knew you were going to talk I mean, about that. was that. a very rough night. It was a rough night because you ended up in the hospital. Landed me in the hospital, having broken my epididymis. <laughs> a week later, you ended didn't up break your epididymis. pissing out blood. Yeah, why? It's, a, it's not a broken epididymis. Inflamed. In, in, it inflamed. had some inflammation. Yeah. Oh, some inflammation. <laughs> pissing out blood and discharge. You think that's inflammation? How did that even happen? Only you. It, it, overuse. This is what happens. You have sex once a year. You want to get, you want to make up for lost time, and you overdo it. It's it's like a marathon runner just not having prepared at all and just running the the race. And then we ended up having that girl on our podcast. Yes. She said she was waiting to be asked. Very chill. Very chill. You can go. It's probably episode eleven or something. Very early. No, not that. It was, I'm going within the fifties. Okay, whatever. It's called the ball breaker episode. But that night also. We, as I've mentioned many times, I was fucking on many different surfaces and levels. <laughs> One of the the levels was my my office chair. Your office chair. And I fully it's the same person. Same person. What was going on? We're fucking on an office chair, and next thing you know, the fucking the whole side, the the the, the arm of the chair goes down. And you fell Compl- completely. Uh, I think she was jostled out of place. <laughs> And then we continued on. You jostled in place. The best part of the story, though, is that I realized I had given the office chair to my roommate after uh, after college. And he what? took the office chair with one arm. And never full, understood, and full of jism, too. Never understood why he only had an office chair with one arm. That's interesting. Saw that in his house later on. Yeah, jism. Lord knows what's going on in that chair. What What have you broken during sex? Well, I... I First thought of the time I was with D's and it was like New Year's Eve and we were really drunk on tequila and we, nothing broke, thank God, but I was somehow flung out of bed. 
Flung? A flung out of the bed on the floor. What is a flung like a jack in the box? I don't know what the hell happened. It would not happen today. I would kill him if he did that today. But those are one of the early days. In the early days, you got that new relationship energy. You can yeah. start flying each other around the room. Huh? Now we're lucky to fly into a different position on the bed. <laughs> but the, what happens the, there? Why? Why? Why does everything just stale? It's not stale. It's, why not be comfortable? Who needs to be in contorted well, positions why, on why top of a stove? Why do you feel the need earlier? Because then you're just trying out new shit. You're seeing how far can this person go? I don't know. What if the sneaky freaks would write in and tell us why the, why that joie de vivre goes away? The novelty. The novelty. I hear this in all relationships. Well, I mean, can you just imagine, like, you've got two kids uh, uh, under the age of, like, five. You, yeah. What are you going to do, you know, swing from the rafters and you have your kids come in the room and see the... I just don't know why the time... I guess, I guess it's with anything. You, oh, we're getting philosophical. Well, I'm just, I, I, you know, I'm just wondering why, why are because nobody feels like changes over time. Nobody feels like getting into contorted positions where you're going to end up hurting yourself. Yeah. Well, I knew someone else recently who told me that there's a, she has two chairs. One of the chairs is missing because it's been in the shop from when they were having sex in the chair, and the whole chair collapsed. She's getting that repaired. It's getting repaired. Oh, see, but she made that I mistake. wanted to tell you about what happened to me. Okay, what what happened? Then? I was in college. Yeah, and we were living in a sorority. Yeah, and I was doing it with some guy named doing it, doing it, doing I, the dirty. I, I'm gonna keep his name out of it. Okay, no one asked for his name. I'm just keeping it out. Okay, I don't. This guy is probably like, <laughs> what, what? He's <laughs> what? He's not listening to this podcast. Let's just say that. Oh, he's not a sneaky freak. He's probably not a sneaky freak. He's probably much older. What you seeing? You're doing this is in college. He's an old, you know, older he's an guy old now. Fuck like me? Wait, there's no way he's listening to this podcast. Uh, wait, how, how do you know the demographics of this podcast? You don't think there's older people like my that's age true, listening that's true, to this that's podcast? Very, no, are you they're actually are. Kidding me? There's Look a lot of Tom breaks. the Elder Statesman, of course, in his seventies. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I am in bed in my sorority. First of all, we had these like gooseneck lamps. And we had shag carpeting. What the fuck is a gooseneck lamp? lamp? You know, like a, a the, the light can be moved with a cord. Oh, yeah, type yeah, of thing. Of course. I don't know. So I put it on the ground for mood lighting. I put it on the shag carpeting. I can't believe this is a story I've never heard. Eight years yeah. of doing this podcast, you've never heard the story. Go on. Okay, so there's two parts to the story. Imagine if you take a light, a light bulb and put it onto shag carpeting. What could possibly happen? I don't know. A fire. What? Yeah, smoking. Okay, wait. You Wait, you caused a fire? More, every time I was with him, we would bang up against the wall and knock my the next-door neighbor's shelves oh. down. You heard this story, of right? Of course I heard that part of the story. She was good-natured about it. She thought it was funny that every time her whole bookshelf just fell down on top of her. If my neighbor Did that. Was, was pushing my bookshelf off the wall and onto me by fucking all the time, I, I would have burned their fucking room down. Well, we saw that there was a burn mark in the shag carpeting the same night as the shelves falling off the wall. So and on her side? On my side. So you burned your rug and you, you destroyed her apartment. So basically you destroyed two apartments in the course of one sexual encounter. Yeah. Wow. And then there was another burning incident with your father. What are you burning all this shit? We were... Fucked up, for example, and we're going to light a fire in the fireplace. Okay. Okay. We never thought to open the flue of oh. the fireplace. 
So, and we never realized that as we were like making out in the living room, that the place was f- do you not filled with smoke because we were smoking weed probably. <laughs> and um, amongst other things, who else? And, and all of a sudden it turns out there were two things going on. We, he had three roommates. One of the roommates had put on soup, went upstairs to go to sleep and left the soup on. So that was steaming and oh boiling over God. and smoking. And then the fireplace was smoking. It's a, it's a miracle I'm alive today. That is out of control. Yeah. You you lived on the wild side, mother. I did take a walk on the wild side many a time. Many walks on the wild side. Well, let's, should we turn to our sneaky freaks yeah. and find out when they've broken things? I know you think of me as an old fuck, but I still want to <laughs> walk on the wild side now and then. Oh, you walk on the wild side. Yeah. Now I, I saw you walk on the wild side. We'll get into that. What do you mean? Yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, a little teaser, right? A little teaser for a little later. Talking about concerts. Oh, we'll, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot about our concerts. Okay. Experience. So, okay. okay. Sneaky freak question of the week. Have you ever broken something, furniture, bones, etc., during sex? What happened and what was the aftermath? And did anything light on fire? And you can text us in your answers at 310-356-3920. You give us a text and we'll send you a weekly question and you'll be part of our little sneaky freak family. We'll start with Jody. Ready for this? I'm always ready for Jody. Jody says, once upon a college student time... See, there you go. Back to the college days. That's part- where the fun starts. My partner at the time and I were doing it on a futon. There were two other couples in the room also doing it at the same time. I love that. It's almost like an orgy, but not. Yeah, no swapping, unfortunately, she says. Okay. Unknown to the ladies, the guys were having a contest to who could make the girls moan and scream the loudest. What the well, fuck? How, what, how do you, what does it mean, unknown? I guess so she didn't know. Were they the time. whispering to each other? Let's see who can do the loudest. There must have been a lot of preparation leading up to this. How do you get three couples? I was once in a situation like that. Were you ever in a situation? Not with three couples, but two couples, me and another couple. Really? Fucking around? Not fucking around. We were different levels. Different. Oh, different stories? Different stories of one. Uh, but you heard each other? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've, I've never, done, uh, never done anything like that. <laughs> well, maybe you should. So we're all going at it, and we hear a crack. And then next thing I know, we're falling mid-stroke and slam onto the ground. The futon completely buckled and collapsed with us on top of it. We won and didn't tell anyone how the futon broke. This is very noisy when the futon breaks. yeah. Joseph says, my fiancé regularly rips the headboard off the bed. Usually I flip her around so our heads are on the high part and wait until we finish to fix it. Have you ever pulled a headboard door? I've never, I've never done. I've never. No. Have you? I always think about when I'm in a hotel that people probably do that on the headboard. Uh, yeah, I think about that as well. What is happening? You think that Joseph says regularly rips the headboard. What is what position in, is he in? That's and then why not who's drill in the, the headboard into the wall or something? So make it more stable. I'm going with that. She is somehow sitting on his face. <laughs> That's what's happening. Okay, okay. And she's holding on to the headboard and scratching them. I would be pissed because the leather on the headboard could get all scratched up that way. Yeah, it's true. Um, Shay says it was in high school and we were playing around in his bedroom at his dad's house while he his dad wasn't home. I was on top and the bed wasn't super stable. There was a bookshelf that held a lamp by it that served as a nightstand. That oh god, sounds like me. Here we the go with the fucking the gooseneck. From the bed shaking with the harder and faster we went, 
The lamp kept inching closer to the edge without, without either of us knowing it. It eventually fell on top of my boyfriend's head. It shattered, and he got a pretty bad dash on his I'm forehead. I'm sorry for laughing. I, I did a visual of that one. This thing is falling onto his head and breaking it. We it's dangerous. We stopped immediately, and I did the worst wrapping around his head with a home first aid kit. It looked like a terrible war movie wrapping. And made up a crazy story about what happened to his head when his father did come home. His dad insisted we go to the hospital to get him checked for a concussion, and he ended up needing stitches. We just wanted to to not end up being on sex sent me to the ER. I think his dad definitely knew. Love the show. So glad you guys are back. Shay. Thanks, wow. Shay. Shay. You, you know, I not the only one that ended up in the, the ER for this type of thing. Exactly. I think, you know. You There's mean, a certain pride that comes with that. But just the visual of him wrapping like a tourniquet around his head. Yeah. And then he needed stitches because of the lamp. Brutal. And he said, I bent the titanium plate in my fibula from screwing my girlfriend six days after surgery. I should have known better than to get on top. Oh, jeez. What was he thinking? The fibula. The, there's the tibia and the fibula. Tibia. A, I think it's in the, the ulna. The ulnar nerve is the one I had operated on. Not ulnar. Ulna. The ulna. The ulnar. I, what, tibia and fibula, I believe, in the leg. So he was on top. Why didn't he just go on the bottom? Tom, the other statesman, weighs in here. He broke things twice. Why doesn't this surprise me? Once going at it full tilt and camp on a camping cot totally collapsed and the wooden frame splintered. <laughs> After initial shock, we pushed the debris aside and got going again. Another time, we broke the knob off the stick shift in an Opal Cadet. Okay, that is? that's before my time even. What oh, is wow. an Opal Cadet? He goes on to say those cards were too damn small for getting it on. In, have you ever gotten it on during, in a car? Yeah. You have? Fuck, you so surprised. I'm totally shocked. Yeah, of course. What we, do you mean, we, of we, course? We talked about this on the show. Which which car? Why was I? I went through a whole phase. I was constantly hooking up in the cars. I don't know. Maybe I... Did you also vomit? Vomiting in the car. What? Remember, I, I had that experience with the dots. And when I opened the same guy, by the way, the, with the fucking knocking the shelves and burning the carpet, took me in a Datsun 280Z, I... Started having sex in the car and we were drinking. I opened the car door, I vomited, and went back to having sex. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so nasty. Why do these things come back to me? I can't remember what I had for breakfast, but I remember that oh, very, you very vividly. I remember fucking puking during sex. During the, in a Datsun 280Z. You were in a, Tom was in an Opal. Oh, that opal doesn't sound. I think that that sounds even smaller than the Datsun 280Z. We have to find out about the opal. I'm going to look it up. He says those cars were too damn small to get for getting it on. My dad wanted to know what had happened. I made up some BS story, but I think he had a good idea what happened. Tom, you've lived a lifetime, and Tom always has an, a story to tell. Yeah, he too in this situation. He's past the 70s. The first one is a camping cot, of course. He's he's always outdoors, living it up. He's I don't know what he's doing out there. You know exactly. He's just fucking fucking in the forest. Oh, Jess says sadly, very sadly, the only thing my husband and I have ever broken during sex is our large bottles of Uber Lube. Oh no! Oh no! Uber sad, Lube, not sad, to save the day. Sad, sad days for sure. But the sex was totally worth them and more. Wow. Wait, why does she have two huge bottles? Uh, I mean, it's nice to have a bottle of Uber Lube on your nightstand, but you need two of them. 
I, I, I guess in case one, one is not, one breaks during sex. Well, both broke. What? She said they, they yeah. Large bottles. Bottles, plural of wow. Uber Lube to save the day. You know what I say? You can never have too much Uber Lube. I, I agree. Mr. Bean says, happy hump day, old bull hunk. Okay. Mr. Bean. Why does he always call me bull hunk? You might want to know. Some sneaky freaks don't know who Mr. Bean is. Okay. So Mr. Bean came into our lives at the beginning of the podcast. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Because he talked about an experience he had of sticking pop rocks up his anus. Beans in his rectum. Beans in his rectum. And we we dubbed him Mr. Bean after that. He likes to have sex with sheep. <laughs> These are all little details we've discovered over the years. Yeah. But uh, Mr. Bean has adopted a term, a nickname for me. that Bullhunk. Bullhunk always. You love that. No, I don't love that he calls me bullhunk. Especially given that he likes to fuck animals. <laughs> Tim says, when my wife and I were teenagers, we were always horny and looking for places to hide to have sex. One night we decided the pop-up camper in the backyard would be a good idea. Uh-oh. You know what a pop-up camper is? What is that? It's like a you know like a big camper van, but he he goes on to say it's the type that has the beds that slide out on each on each end. You know, you ever seen like in a camper van that you, the ends that kind of extend when you've been sleeping there. Are you talking about like a tent? Talking about a car, like a big fucking van, like an RV type of shit. Okay. He goes on to say, we tipped it over. They were fucking the one whole of those, thing tipped over. Yeah. Oh my god! They didn't know that this. They didn't have stabilizer. The stabilizer feet weren't down. Oh. When we got into the bed, we tipped it over. It Holy cow, it Tim, that is a very dangerous situation. Yeah, fucking, it ultimately didn't break anything, thankfully, because I thought my father was going to kill us, but there was they were none the wiser. Less than the day, make sure the stabilizers are down on the camper before you try and have sex. Very good, good to Very know. good idea. As a, as a nomad, I appreciate that type of education. You know, you're learning things on this podcast. Yes, we are Some very think, good about educating our, our listeners. Yeah. The sneaky freaks are our listeners. We love you guys, and you have some very crazy-ass stories. But that's why we love you, because otherwise it would be boring. You don't yeah. want to be able to hear about my knocking the shelves off the walls. If you'd like to participate in future questions of the week, please do us a favor. Give us a text, 310-356-3920. That number is in our episode's description. Shall we give a little update about our lives? What's I going on? I think we on? should, Cam. <laughs> Since we're doing this every three weeks, it means that there's a lot that passes there's a and lot transpires. That goes on. I went on a craze of deciding, what am I waiting to live my life for? I'm just going to start going out all the time and going to a lot of concerts and plays. And I just said, buy tickets like it's going out of style. You've been doing a lot of shit recently. I've been doing crazy shit. Crazy shit. What, so what are some things that you've done? Oh, I went to see Mandy Patinkin. That's just downright nuts. <laughs> Absolutely Mandy Patinkin is a 70 something year old man who sings I love him. A lot of uh, Broadway show tunes which I love but he also does a lot of like Yiddish songs. It's 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 a very Jewish audience I noticed. Yeah, you decided to interview all of them. I interviewed quite a, a few bit. people in, and it's on my uh I think it's on Instagram. Um we interviewed people their Mandy stories and oh, one of them Mandy one stories. of them talked about how how she, she, I think she plowed into him on the on the highway, or he plowed into her. They got in a fender bender together. And, um, no one gives a shit. All right, 
What I want to hear what happened during the concert. During the concert, everyone knows my boyfriend Dees loves me, Annie Patinkin. Okay, <laughs> everyone knows. We I don't know why he fell in love. He said ever since he heard him sing "Somewhere the Rainbow" over the rainbow, he just went crazy. Okay. Well, and, and also because he liked him from Homeland. He was the lead on Homeland. You, of course, didn't watch that show. I did watch that show. You did? Yes. With me? I'm going to say this is a needless detail. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, anyway, during the concert, some guy shouted. I wasn't sitting with these because we had an extra ticket somewhere else. I was with your, your sister. During the concert, someone shouts out, I love you, Mandy. <laughs> I I was convinced it was Dee's. Okay. I was convinced. Yeah, because these would do outbursts like that. And so then Mandy says, oh, uh, you know what? I'm so glad I love you too. But there was a woman that shouted out, she loves me. And then I found out she was stalking me. And I decided to go completely Tourette's and shout out, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just scream out? I don't know what happened. stalked? Well, I know what was his response when he th- I, heard that you I, were the stalker. I just think he moved on from the discussion. Yeah, I would move because on because the last I... time I went to see him in concert, he had a hundred and something fever. This was many years ago. Oh no! And we were told that he's going to come out and meet and greet after the show. You're going to do a meet and greet with someone with a hundred seven fever? This is way before COVID. This is probably ten or twenty You're years. You're fine before. with the fever? I didn't care because I'm in love with him too. Okay. So I walk up and I say to him, I hold my hand out like a stop sign, and I go. Don't speak. I just want to tell you I love you. Oh, my fucking God. What What? What possessed me? You're nuts. I somehow go into some sort of weird groupie mode when I see celebrities, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, you you do. I stalked him last time, and I couldn't find him, and I ended up stalking Diane Keaton. You just go from one to the other? She was in the audience, and she was walking, and I'm like, oh, I'll just start talking to her then. <laughs> okay. Moving along. So that was that I, was I went one. to my own version of Mandy Patinkin. First of all, I wasn't invited to Mandy Patinkin. Oh, I'm so sorry. You were invited to Hall and Oats, except that we didn't have the Oats. We had the Hall. Disaster. What we'll do you get mean to disaster? That. Let me describe first. When choosing to go to my own concerts, I went to a Brazilian band. I was the only non-Brazilian in the audience. I think that's a great move. Yeah, I saw a band called Falamansa, and they do a specific style of Brazilian music called... Foho. Foho. Yeah. It's a whole dance that goes with it. You love it. I went alone. That's how much I love it. I am so impressed. I would never go to a dance club by myself. It was not a dance club. It was a full concert by myself. It was a concert with seats? No. No. It's a dancing. Excuse me. No, we're not dancing. There's no seats. The point is, when you're alone, you can... Be whoever the fuck you want to be. You can you can go. You don't need to justify. Hey, let's go to the over here. Let's go over here. You can, every song you can go to a different place. Yeah, it's phenomenal. You move like a chameleon. You yeah. got to pretend though that you're with someone and they're in the bathroom. Why? I don't know. You think you're a loser if you go alone? I'll tell you why. <laughs> I didn't it think w- you're a loser. First of all, I think you're brave and confident. I didn't think I would be noticed having gone alone. You know, I thought you would uh, notice though. I, so I, I'm walking past a group of 40-something-year-old women. Cougars. Cougars. One of them grabs me and what? goes, are you here alone? It's it quite obvious. I was like, yeah. She's like, do you know how to dance foho? And I was like, of course. Of course. <laughs> and then she pushes, smashes me together with her very cute friend. Oh. Phenomenal. I couldn't believe it. Physically smashed us together. Did you get their phone numbers? No. Why is that the first thing that needs to be asked? 
Why? Why can't it just be a nice I, experience? I just want like to know if stranger. anything occurred afterwards. Why? Why do I need to? Why? Why? Nothing. You, you, you I just need, was curious. Is not enough. I was just a little curious as if anything had materialized. It didn't dawn on me to ask for the phone number. Well, I just, I just danced with this person. Now all of a sudden, I'm asking for the phone number. Why not? No. Why? Why? Uh, it seems very aggressive. Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened at the end of the night. When you're dancing like this, it's a it's dirty not, dancing it, kind of thing. It's, a, it's very intimate, but it's not. You, it's so commonplace. Are you like grinding up against her? It's um, no, no, not really. But the, you know what? It's it's so common that it's not, it doesn't mean the same thing as like intimate dancing here. When you you don't just dance with strangers here. If you do, you're you know interested in them sexually. But there, you're more interested in the dance. So it's almost inappropriate to ask like, "Hey." It's not like Patrick Swayze and I had the time of my no, life. No, no, nothing like that. No, no. What kind of, what are you doing then? Salsa? Uh, it's a little similar. No, it's its own style. Because I know you went to salsa dancing with one of my friends. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Latin dancing, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where they weren't Latin dancing. Where? The Daryl Hall concert. Excuse me, I'm Hall and Oats without the Oats. You. <laughs> I was so freaking excited about this. You go, I just got two tickets to Hall and Oats that you're coming with. Yep. It's not a Hall and Oats. It's just Hall. It's just Hall of Hall and Oats. And Todd Rundgren, who sang my favorite song all through college, I Want to Bang on the Drum All Day. Let's just say I don't think anyone at that concert has ever listened to a podcast. I guarantee not one person has heard a podcast. I guarantee that I might have been the youngest person there. I think you were the youngest person there. And then you were the youngest I was a child. Child there. But what bothers me... I'm just going to go on record and saying, don't play your new stuff. I hate that. <laughs> I don't like new stuff. I wanted to hear bang on the drum all day. I, I, I thought that'd be so much fun. I don't want to work. I want to bang on the drum all day. I we wanted to hear that. that. We, not even close. The not whole even time an encore. you were asking. Not even when he came out, Todd Ronan <laughs> comes out screaming, by the way, and acting like he's Mick Jagger, but he's not. And then he comes out at the end with... Daryl Hall and I'm like, oh, they're now they're gonna sing "Bang on the Drum" all day together. Nope, we're nope. gonna do some new shit. Yes, yeah, all oh. pretty much all new shit. At one point, pretty early on, you looked up the set list, I what did. they'll be playing, and I was disappointed. And you said, oh no, this is not gonna be good. Not good. And you know what bothers not me? Not good. They're even not playing when, it. Even when they played his old stuff, he played like two, two songs. He had to do new new versions of it. He couldn't just Horrible. play. I they they played one good song. Which was? It was the finale. Oh, you make my dreams come true. You make my dreams. That come. was fun. That was my fun. heart started soaring in that one song. Right, that was my it. heart soared during Todd Rundgren. Hello, it's me. Yeah, I didn't. I thought about. I was I zero for that. fourteen for the songs. I know you kept telling me that too. I was counting all the ones I knew, and I was zero. Zero. You said, and then you know what's great? He's going. Daryl Hall is saying the whole time, "Oh, this next one, you you guys yeah. definitely know." Nope. You guys definitely know this one. I had no clue. He didn't do Maneater. He didn't do any of the the ones that I'm, I'm familiar with. And when he did, it was... I'm. Uh, you know, the, my favorite part of the concert, though? Me freaking out? <laughs> what? We're walking... We're, first of all, it's all seated, which is insane they, for a concert. It, no one gets up. It looks like you're watching I, a fucking movie. I have and to it, say, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that because I can't see over people's heads once they stand. If people start standing up, 
people, the, the ushers start running at you and saying, sit down, sit down. It's not allowed at this concert. Who's ever heard of a concert where you can't stand up well, and dance? It's not like a Brazilian concert. That's for sure. You literally can't stand up. You can't sit down. You can banged into it. I don't like that. I'm perfectly fine sitting. I much prefer the dancing. And you just stand up at the very, like, after, like, the very end of a song, you clap, and that's I, it. I would be down for that if I knew any of the songs, but I was 0 for 14. I, I was ready to get the fuck out of there. You weren't having fun just hanging with the old lady? I asked <laughs> that Deez. Was nice. Initially, I'll be honest. I bought the tickets. I said, Deez, you want to go see Hall? I was um, second. Yes. You <laughs> want to go see Hall of Hall and Oates? He goes, fuck no. <laughs> like okay i guess i'm gonna have to ask him i then. can't believe i'm fucking you were second god damn it i and i was like oh man mom wants to spend time with me absolutely let's do this little did i know i wasn't even the first choice i was gonna and, introduce and I, I, was, I was gonna introduce you to some fun hall and oat songs because they have hit after hit they were probably the the top group garbage of the it was garbage that's so mean I, mom that you were at the concert they didn't sound great, and they weren't playing any great songs. Todd Rundgren was screeching. Here, but I didn't say my favorite part. We're walking, and it, we were, we're <laughs> you know what I was going to say? No. We're walking down the aisle, uh, trying to get to our seat. Oh, oh these- my God, I forgot about this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. These seats are very tight, very tight. And you go out and it's dark because we walked in the middle of the Todd Rundgren singing Screeching Something song. Well, the concert started before the call time. I've never seen a concert like that. Old people like things starting on time. I I thought maybe mom thought the concert started at the wrong time. It started right at 7.30. Mom, we walked in at 7.30. He had already started the show. (laughs) And the whole place was packed. And it was dark. This is the opener. Todd Rundgren is more than an opener, okay? He was horrible. Okay, no, he's not horrible. He just had a bad night. But wait a second. So you squeeze your little bony legs. I knew more songs at the Brazilian fucking concert than I did at Todd Rundgren or... or, uh, Daryl Hall. Daryl Hall. The whole fucking three-hour disaster. Daryl's house. Daryl's house. So so I squeezed my ass into into our seat past these two ladies and let me tell you i don't know how you did it you kind of like were walking walking on air you were like leaped over these women these older women were not willing first to stand of all it up. was one guy one woman it was not two women yeah, it was two women no yeah it was two well, older women well what they would not stand up and they were large people okay very very large <laughs> and, and unwilling very unwilling to budge to let me in I was debating if I should crawl on top of their legs. I didn't know what to do. I like started to move and they wouldn't move their legs. So I started like literally like, you know, encroaching like a tiger. I I tried to get around the legs and it's impossible. I'm not good at maneuvering. Look at you. Helpless. There, you you and offer no help for me, by the way. I just fucking you make a bridge over these people? How are they not how standing? How did you get through there? I, you were I so banged right <laughs> those old ladies' legs. I smashed them. You don't they give were, a shit. They probably broke their kneecaps. They didn't want to get up, so I said, okay, they're going to fucking sit, and I'm going to get it in there. What is that? They refused to they get up. They refused to get up. And, and then you fucking... <laughs> Bulldoze over there, and they still couldn't get. You couldn't get through. I Finally, know, they stood I, up for I, you. I, they stood up, but that didn't even help. It was still. <laughs> it was still like so claustrophobic. My legs. I, was I couldn't get through. I finally sat down. I'm like this was. This was. This I was, thought this you were gonna sit on them. I almost did sit on 
on them. That was the only way to get through is to scooch my ass on top of their legs. All right. Well, <laughs> this image is out of control. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. You also wanted to chat about your doctor visit. Yeah, I've been getting oh. no. Okay, so I go see a doctor, and for some reason he was very engaging. He was asking me all these very intimate questions about my life, and you know he was taking inventory of anything that could have possibly caused any kind of like brain injuries and stuff like that. So I, I decided to tell him the truth. What do you mean you decided to tell the truth? I well some of the some of the some of the, the things I told him were not necessary as part of the exam. Like what? Like I told him that in college I did quaaludes. <laughs> so that might be why, why I'm having problems with my memory. Why did you share that with the doctor? I don't know. I couldn't stop. And then is it just, for your own entertainment? Said, he, kind of, yes. I think so. I was entertaining myself. Uh, you know I like to do that whenever I'm with doctors. I just talk and talk so they so won't come up with any bad shit to tell me. So he's writing this into his computer? Yeah, he's writing it into the computer. Because later on, I looked at the computer, the, the printout <laughs> the next day, and it says, patient did quaaludes in college. No way. And then I forgot that I told him. He asked if I ever had any falls. I mean, I'm like, yes, when I was in college, I was working at a bar and some woman grabbed me by the head, pulled, pulled me off the bar stool and started smashing my head on the floor. Why are you telling this to your dad? I think he needed to know that it in wasn't college, just... In college, you suffered some brain trauma? <laughs> yes. Are you and he fucking... wrote it down. Patient <laughs> fell off bar stool and was pounded on the ground. I couldn't believe it. This is in my permanent records over at the hospital. Of what this guy will actually write into. You start making up stories. Oh, I wasn't making up stories. That was a true damn story. What, why are you pushing that? How far you can get with, to I get him to I fucking was, write I it into I his should, computer? I like to tell him the truth. Oh, I didn't no realize. He, I didn't think he was going to put it all in the, my notes. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> it's in my notes. Future doctors are going to be like, what? What is this? I don't want to see this patient. Have I told you that I've been watching The Golden Bachelor? I, I knew that you were watching The Golden Bachelor. I'm surprised you're not on The Golden Bachelor. No, 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 no. What? What? No, First no, no, of all, no, no. I have a boyfriend. I cannot be on The ba Golden Bachelor. Okay. You couldn't lie and just... No, okay. I, I have no desire to lie. You could have helped the podcast a lot. You, I'm not just doing things for the podcast, Cam. You could have done it. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, there's a 71-year-old... Now I think he's 72-year-old Golden Bachelor. For those of you... I'm not going to give any spoilers out, but... There are a lot of women that are over the age of 50 clamoring for this guy. I am not one of them. <laughs> you know, he's way too nice and way too considerate. And he's crying all the time. And he's crying. He's all very emotional. You know, and oh, he's got to choose that. which one. Go you would be great in The Golden Bachelor, except um, that you're 50 years too young. I make that 40. But these women are like, like literally ready to get married to them. They, they really want to marry this So guy. I talked to my mother, who your grandmother is 91 years Wait, old. Okay. And I that, have a question for you. What? What? Why do these women suddenly want to marry this guy? They just met him. I don't know. That's is what it, I'm saying. Do you get point. to a certain age and suddenly you're like, That's I'll the, take anything. Yes. Any human who seems kind of nice, I would spend time with them. I, I Is that what it is? It kind of is like that. Is it? It kind of is. Am I, am I going to hit that? Soon you can be that golden bachelor. Then you no, get all these women thinking, clamoring I, for you. You don't think it's the reverse that this guy also you could is be the dying? silver bachelor. You, 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 <laughs> what? 
What, what does that mean? When you get silver hair, you could be the silver bachelor. Are you telling me I'm going gray right now? No, you have a little gray in the front. What? Just a tiny bit. What do you mean I have gray in the front? Why did you just go and screw up your hair? What, what do you mean I have YouTube, a little gray in the front? You had a little little gray. Maybe it's just from the angle I'm at. Yes, it's from the angle. All right. Well, whatever. Actually, I had a long time ago, I had a, an ex, a, little bit a, of gray a hair. girl who I was hooking up with. She goes, oh, I didn't realize you're half gray. Half no, gray? Half gray. <laughs> oh, that's a compliment. What the hell is that? She thinks you're very mature. This, I, I well, think she's anyway, being serious. Can we go back to your nana? I my grandma. Your, your mother. Gra your grandma. My grandma, your mother. My mother. Yeah. I say to her, Mom, have you been watching The Golden Bachelor? She goes, yes. And, and she goes, let me just tell you something. I'm not tempted by him. What the hell? What does that mean? She would not fall for this guy? She wouldn't fall for that. She sees right through it. And she also said to How me... How old is she? I told her that I'm thinking of being on a reality TV show. Okay? And she goes, seeing is believing. What the hell? I'm she, getting dissed by my own mother. I mean, seeing is believing. You would say that shit to me. I would never say something. You literally like, just said I'm gray. I'm gray. Oh, gray. You, I said you can be the silver fox or, or silver bachelor. I think you should go on The Bachelor. You know, I my friends have suggested this. I think you'd be great. I think I would lose my fucking mind. No, you know what you do? You'd be the clown, first of all. I would be so... All the bachelorettes would leave. I would, yeah. By the end, there's no way I would decide on one person. I would I would be way too picky, and I would find fault in everyone. I know. It would be a disaster. <laughs> Forget The Bachelor. I, I've since started uh, therapy to, to to go through that, that that little issue of mine. What? Yeah, that was a that was a part of the therapy this week. How do how do I uh, not be so picky? Not be such a picky fuck. Yeah, you that know, was the tip of the iceberg. I just started. Oh well, no! I just started with the therapist. There's nothing funny about the the uh, the session. He mm. talked about Cam's uppers. This is he's the real deal. This uh, is. All right. Should we there's, say no this? there's no joking around there. He's serious. He's very serious. I'm very serious. It's a dark, dark place. <laughs> oh my god! I'm going in the dungeon with this guy. Wow. It's a dark dungeon with this guy. He's brilliant. Oh my god. What? I I can't even imagine what those sessions are like. I've only had one. So TBD. remember when you had the one that always had to take a piss or shit before they, he saw you? He, yeah, yeah. I had to ask him to stop. How can so you ask somebody to stop picking because a piss or shit? Paying fucking every every minute is like multiple dollars. So, and plus, it's very useful. He takes five minutes. What five of forty five minute session? What the hell's going on? It's a ninth of our session over here. Same thing with my therapist. Yeah. No, I not in terms of having to go piss or poop, but I don't like when there's a lot of silence, and she's looking at me, I and like I'm that. looking at her. And That's nothing right. is being said. I get very antsy. I want to come on. Let's have a conversation. What's going on here? No, it's that's so the time awkward. you're supposed to see what's how your brain is responding. How I your figured out responding. my brain is not responding at all. It's like get me the fuck out of here. I have a feeling as I continue to see this guy because he 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 said you know I a lot of people think I I don't say much during these sessions, so I just want to warn you that's often going to be the case. It, right after he says this, we must have had a two or three minutes <laughs> silence. Oh, so awkward, it's, especially on it, Zoom, um, because in Zoom you can't look around the room or anything. Oh, I'm looking around the room. I think it's worse in in uh, in in a room. Maybe my eyes were flying around. 
What were you looking at? I'm trying to find out what my brain is thinking during that moment. Well, I'm not trying to find out what my brain when is thinking. I'm going thinking. to, I'm that going dungeon, to this is a, this dungeon, is an uncomfortable situation. I'm, I bet you I can, I'm going to get a good 10 minutes of silence at one, one of these times. And how do you know that he's not like texting somebody while you're... He's sitting there. Should we go into uh, hit on or shit on? Yeah, of course. This is the segment where we look at your comments, determine if they are a hit on or a shit on. Mother, what do we got? Well, we had a couple of shit ons from my own mother. <laughs> and you... The ones that I just described. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those came out a few minutes early. But okay. <laughs> my mother telling me I'll see it when I believe it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I decided to go on Twitter just to see what's going on. Okay. Is this just a hit on or shit on? Maybe just to see what's going on. I just like to see what's going like on. Like in the world or what? No, no, on my messages. Oh, it's of course I'm, for you. Okay. You know, I just like to see what's going on in the old Twitter messages. Which, by the way, they have the new logo and everything. X. What's well? What's with that? What? What? what why can't we just leave it at Twitter with the <laughs> tweets? You have been hearing all the fucking. I understand, but news been, about this shit. Okay, first of all, why do you? Care? I understand the X thing. Why? But I. Can I just say something? I like the tweets. Now, what? Can you still call it tweets, or do you, now they're calling Who X? Gives a shit. Well, you seem to be up on this. I don't care at all about this. Why? Why? Why do you? Why is this getting your feathers all ruffled? I like the tweets. <laughs> I don't like it when it's you just. You can still call them tweets. Okay. Everyone will know exactly. Well, we had this message tweet. Okay. Hello. Am a huge fan of yours. Can I get an old lady as a friend with benefits, maybe? That's nice. It's a hit on. It's a hit on. That's kind of a shit on. She, he says, can I get an old lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I old guess lady does not of... sound like a hit on to me. <laughs> it sounds like a shit on. How about Mar Maria Torres? Oh, what is that? Maria Torres says, I'm size eight if you fuck Joe L. I didn't know what that meant. The fuck, our producer is that? Is that you, Joel? Did you did you tweet? write I'm size eight you? if you fuck? <laughs> it's a lie. You're not. It's not size eight. Okay. Uh, is that a hit on or a shit on? I don't know. That's why I brought it up to you. I think it's a hit on. I think it's a proposition. Or you, if you fuck this person, is a size eight. Size eight of what? I don't know if it was a clothing size, shoe size, or dick size. I'm going with dick size. Yeah, I'm going. But then, dick. why would it be called Maria? Oh, uh, uh, this might. Who knows? This could be a penis owning woman. Who knows? Yeah, that's or, it for hit on or shit that on. That is not it for hit on. You think you're the only one that gets hit on or shit on? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know that you had some too. I got a text the other day. What did you get? I got this text while I'm at, at dinner alone. Oh, why do we add alone? Because it was kind of a sad image. I was at a restaurant alone eating dinner. I was starving and tired and in a bad mood. And then I get a message from a strange number. Hello, Dr. Sung Chol Kang. My friend Vivian recommended you to me. I'm Sarah. I hurt my leg at yoga yesterday. I do not know what to do now. Can you help me? You're Dr. Sung Young Hey? So, Sung Chol Kang. Yeah. And I, this is... And then... They send me a picture of this leg. I swear to God, I'm gonna pull. If, if you're looking on, oh, if you're looking on YouTube, this is. Can I see this? A please? completely beaten. Damn, beat. It looks like someone is a, 
beaten up leg. Yeah. There's welts all over this place. By the way, is the person naked? I think that this person was trying to, I think it's someone trying to. See if you're in an S&M? No. Get money the from you? Fuck? No. What? Yeah, get money from me. Definitely. How for sex gonna... or something. This is an, a hit on? Are you showing you a, a beat up leg? So then I respond, hey, Sarah, unfortunately, <laughs> you have the wrong number. I'm sorry to hear about your leg, though, and I hope you heal soon. Just out of curiosity, what pose leads to this type of injury? You asked? Yeah. Oh, oh I'm on to them. You're on. Oh. It's yeah, a, I'm on to them. Is this a bat? No, I don't think it's a bat. I think it's a fucking catfisher trying yeah. to show me off that leg. And I, I want to know, okay, prove it. And Prove what? that you were in yoga doing You know it. yoga. I know yoga. I've never seen anyone come close to a welt, welted wound. And this is during my dinner. I don't want to even see this image when I'm How eating. How horrifying. I'm eating a fucking salad with a nice apricot pomegranate vinaigrette. I don't need to see this. <laughs> I like that salad. It's very fresh. Apricot? Yeah. Vinaigrette? Yeah. Pa pa Sweet and salty? Yeah. It's salty. It's not so salty. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> The person responds, thank you. You are so kind. I think you must be a gentleman. It's an honor to meet you. This is a bat. What's cam. your name? No. Oh, it's a bat. It's not a bat. This is a huge, this is a catfisher. That's what I'm saying. It's a catfishing bat. And then they respond, I accidentally fell while practicing yoga. Yeah. So I'm, now you, they know about you. You like yoga instructors. No, they don't. It's always the genre of porn you said you liked. First of all, that was maybe in the first three years of the podcast. I've evolved many times since, a lifetime since. I know. You like that Nuru shit. Okay. You know what are you going through my whole history? Oh, what the, what's the other one? With the, oh, a doctor patient? No. You know what? Uh, all right. I can, I can discuss my own sex life. Thank you. Okay. My sexual interests. So this is, my friend got a bot like this and went on for like months until she finally said, let's FaceTime. And that's when the, guy, the guy ran away. Mm -hmm. Why do they want it? I think to get money. I think yeah, this, I think this girl's trying well. to get money out of you. Cam, you were a catfish. I was, I was totally catfish. So what did, what did they respond shit. and say? What? What did they say when you asked? Well, I didn't respond. No, right. what did they say when you asked them how they can get in that position? They said they they felt accidentally during yoga. Then I knew that they were, they were fucking lying to me. Was it Warrior Three? Because I always lose my balance. But I don't know. But this is not what I want to experience when I'm already feeling lonesome at dinner. And with your apricot vinaigrette. With my apricot pomegranate vinaigrette. All right. That's hit on or shit on. Yeah, that, I know what that's a shit on. That's a shit on. Yeah. Thank you for all for all your comments. and. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mother. Yes. What kind of mom's news? Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is a segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info. What do we got this week, mother? From the New York Post, which I was featured on several times for not wearing a bra. Oh, Jesus. But interestingly enough, we got this mom's news from your brother-in-law, my son-in-law. Okay. I got this in a text. It's in an a, NY Post. In the, NY Post. That's NY Post is actually, you're starting to get a little, little more legit than the mirror.uk. I was in the New York Post. Okay. Many times. All right. Anyway, this guy... Anti-aging obsessed tech mogul Brian Johnson revealed he has reversed aging in his penis by 15 years by undergoing, quote, painful shock therapy on his genitals. What? There is this technology. You have a wand and you sit in a chair and the technician uses the wand and basically shocks your penis through acoustic technology, Johnson explained. And it makes it 
much younger? Yeah, it reverses aging of your dick. What does that even mean? It gets it gets all shorter, or it gets like uh, it gets like stimulated a, or something. What I don't does know. that mean? You know, I when I think would of, you ever do this? I was thinking to myself, I can't see Cam ever doing this. Absolutely <laughs> not. But what happens as you age? The dick gets shorter, the balls get longer. What yeah, happens? I'm guessing that's what goes on. Or but he is apparently having some. Uh, erectile dysfunction, which has now been eliminated by the shocking thing. Oh, oh, you're basically shocks life into this dick. No way. That's a mom's news if I've ever heard something. Isn't that amazing? So do Brian, you recommend this type of... I do not recommend touching your dick with anything. With anything ever. No, just leave a little Uber loop and call it a day. You have no problems. Uber loop to save the day. Uberloop.com slash mom. Uh, we'll talk about it in the ads. All right. All right. So that was mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that time of the month that you guys have all been waiting for. The time of the month that will shock some, some life into your genitals. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers, uppers is, is the place, place to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Uppers, the segment of the show where I share something near and dear to my heart. Something that my mother typically finds boring or snoozeworthy or newsworthy. Newsworthy. It's Cam's Uppers. I mean, this is, this is why when I started talking about the therapy earlier, my mother asked if we're jumping into Cam's Uppers because she was immediately getting bored. But you know what? Sometimes Cam's Uppers is not so boring. I, sometimes it's actually very interesting. I was inspired by a quote that I recently read from Field. Field is that sex positive dating app that I, you guys have heard me talk about many times. It's a very fun community of sex positive people. You basically start by sharing what you fucking get turned on by. What? What? You start by sharing what? What you got? What you get turned on by? So in your situation. You'd probably say glory holes on the fucking thing. Yeah, somebody mentioned glory holes recently. You? Oh. No, it wasn't me. It was uh, I was reading something. You, someone, you put your desires glory. on there. What would you say on your profile? I wouldn't say glory holes. You wouldn't say glory holes? Me? I'm not going to go in a glory hole. Okay, so what would you put on your desires? It's just, there's a difference between fantasy and reality. I bet you I know what you put in there. What? GGG. Have you ever heard that term? No. Good giving and game. Or pillow princess. Pillow Princess, you could put that on there. Yeah. Anyway, I read this thing that Field put out, which said, in search of others, find yourself. In search of others, find Wait, yourself. Wait, you're, go you're going to Field to get profound. I, just was, I thought it was Ting Natan. Only you could find Ting Natan in Field. It's, it's right. Well, I thought this was a great... This, is, this, is, this makes a lot of sense to me. As you continue to search for what turns you on, you end up, you end up learning a lot about yourself. You're out there trying new things, getting in MFM, MF, MF, MMF. What are you trying to say? Some fantasies, male, male, female, female, you know, all the, you know, getting into genre, you know, all sorts of patient doctor relationships, fucking, you know, barking at people and with a dog mask on, all sorts of shit. You're learning about yourself. You're learning, yeah, I like to walk around with a dog mask on barking at people. They said, uh, then I started reading, 62% of field members have said they evolved their sexuality, interests, and desires within their first year of being on the app. Interesting. So when you're in this type of open-minded community, you end up exploring more about who you are. 
I love this shit. You're gonna, am I going to find out that you're walking around with a dog collar around your neck? You might. <laughs> How about this? This was an interesting stat I read. 181,000 people changed their sexuality within the first year of being on field. Change their sexuality. Isn't that interesting? So you go on there, you say, oh, yeah, I'm heterosexual. By the time you're ending with field, you're so not. You're heteroflexible. You're heteroflexible. Did you just make that up? Nope. That's one of the, I think they got like 20 different sexualities or more. Is on that there. like being bi? It means that you're open to exploring. You're flexible. You. Why do you think people are, are changing their, uh, their sexuality type on there? I think they're just wanting to change it up a little maybe. You, you think you'd change it up? No. You're, you're, you are who you I are. I am woman. Hear me, bro. Sister, I'm not saying about your gender. This is about sexuality. This is another interesting step. What? More than half of straight people are chatting with people who aren't straight. That's pretty much what you just said, isn't it? No. Oh. But that's interesting to me. You know, I think this is more common at my age Younger and your age. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what the sexual orientation is of my partner. You don't? No. I've had partners of all varieties of sexual orientations. I don't care. Why do I care? Okay. You know, some people, but how would you feel though, if say you were dating a guy who was not uh, heterosexual, open to other genders or whatever? How would I feel? Yeah. You think there's, you got. I would be only concerned about diseases. But that could have been if they're open in relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the actual orientation, you don't think it would matter too much? I don't know. That's a good question. That is a good question, huh? I haven't really thought about it. I think it probably, I've heard it has a much greater effect on women than it does men in Like women say, don't hetero. accept it as much? Remember we, we interviewed, Oh yeah. Uh, I think we used a pseudonym for him, so, but he was a bisexual man. Yeah. And he said he was, there was a lot of stigma around how women perceived him because he was open to fucking men as well. Right. Very interesting. I told you I had a friend that was very interested in that. Having sex with um, um, transgendered females. Yeah, I think you know the younger generations. It doesn't matter as for much for him. He was an enigma. My generation. Uh, he was the only person I knew that would would talk about. Yeah, that you thought that was something crazy, something really strange. Yeah, and now now commonplace. Now I have friends. Oh yeah, who knows what's going on behind closed doors? Who knows? Anyway, I thought back in the ancient Greek times. Very popular to be homosexual. <laughs> thought I'd share that with you. Anyway, I thought this very was very popular. These, these are, and finally, the last thing I wanted to read, by the way. What? In 2023, interest in switches. You know what a switch is? You can switch to a male, switch to a female? No. What? The fuck kind of statement is that? No. What do you mean switches? Switches are people who can be either dominant or submissive. Oh, yeah. They yeah. don't care. They go back and forth. Are you a switch? I'm a switch. I can go back and forth. Okay. Interest in switches went up by a fifth, 20%. That's great. Why? I put that on my profile loud and clear. I'm a switch. I could do You're a can, switch hitter. Yeah, I can do whatever. Dominant, submissive. Yeah. I don't care. Either one works. I don't works. care either. It's all play. Uh, I don't what? know. What are we pointing fingers at me for? I think the pillow princess. Pillow princess what? Is a pillow princess. Someone who lays back and... Enjoys the ride. Yeah. It's not a starfish. Is that, is that submissive? Actually, it's dominant. It's dominant. Yes. You're telling someone what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not necessarily a switch. I, I might be. 
All right. I may who change. Who knows in 2024? Who knows? Anyway, I love this idea of discovering who you are through through your own sex life. Who would yeah. have thought you'd come up with that in Cam's uppers? I love that. Anyway, I th- by the way, I think... I th- I'm going to try to get us a link so that you can get a free month of Majestic membership. I- oh, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to go on this? It, no, for all of our Sneaky Freak listeners. Oh, Sneaky Freaks, if you want to become a member of Field, Field yeah, we're going to get just, you a link. We have all of our, our favorite sponsors in our uh, our new website, sneakypod.com, S-N-E-A-K-Y pod.com. And we'll put a link. Hold, let me get it set up, but I'm, I'm going to work to get you a free month of Majestic membership if you sign up for Field using our link. You can go to sneakypod.com to get that. And then tell us about it. Mom. Yes. I think that brings us to the end of the show. You're you're lamenting already that we have to go? I'm lamenting. I want to thank everyone for making this show possible, giving us the the emotional support to do this once every three weeks. I, I get such lovely texts from people saying how much they missed it and they want us to do this more often and please uh we're doing our best we're, we're doing the best we can right now because cam decides to go gallivanting around we well we've got a lot going on right now it's not just me gallivanting we got tv shows in the works we're trying to mo- make multiple tv shows i'm trying to make another yep so reality show not the golden bachelor or the silver bachelor or the golden bachelorette okay <laughs> anyway uh, well, I want to thank you for for making the show possible. Just expressing interest, sharing this with be- your friends and family. Yeah, definitely sending us share texts. It. These are these are all things that we really appreciate. And, and join us on Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com slash sex talk with my mom. That's right. There you can join our sneaky freak community, which gives you access to our exclusive Discord. You can also find a link to that in our episode description, and you can join us for a monthly. Zoom Hangout. We love our sneaky freaks that we get to see every month. And with that, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and switching your little sexualities. I love that. Sexualities. Sexualities. It fucking rhymed. It rhymed. She's got it, folks. I haven't lost it, folks. All right. Love you guys. We love you guys. Bye. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.